Oh my goodness, here we are again. Oh my gosh, it is six weeks in a row. Can you guys believe that? That's like one twelfth of a, a woman's pregnancy period. That's insane. Welcome back to the number one sports podcast on the entire planet. I'm your host, Drake Tharp, and man, it, it's it's a great time for sports. Let me tell you, college basketball is just about to get rolling. Um, we got the trade deadline today. We'll get into we'll get into that here in a second. NBA is going, getting on its wheels, getting on the getting off the training wheels a little bit. The college football playoff picture is about to unfold. Oh my goodness, it is a great time. Now I know you guys see the glasses, okay? They're blue light glasses, and I have headaches sometimes, so they take them away. I don't want anybody going to the comments calling me a nerd, okay? Please don't. It's prime. It's prime time right now. You guys can instead of diving into alcoholism and and doing weed, you can watch the best show on the entire planet, hosted by yours truly. Welcome to the show, everybody. So the NFL trade deadline was it ended today. Um, we besides Vaughn Miller, we didn't really see a lot of players get traded. Um, I I there's a decent amount of players that I thought who were on, like, elite talent level that I believe should have been traded. Number one, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, Baker Mayfield, here's here's the thing. Odell Beckham Jr.'s father, Odell Beckham Sr., Big, o, Big Dell is what they call him, he recently posted a tweet of an 11-minute video of Odell being open, just wide open, Baker not seeing him, the offense is clearly being built around the run game with Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and Der- the guy that went off the other night against the Broncos, Der- Ernest Johnson. Um, they're built, obviously, for a run-style offense. Now, o- they have Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, Njoku. They obviously have enough weapons to be a run-dominant team and have weapons when they want to pass. Baker's a gun, I mean, he's a gunslinger, so this is where the Browns would have worked for a season, and it was last year. They had offensive firepower, teams figured them out, etc. Now, Odell Beckham Jr. has obviously been, you know, mediocre as of late, Um, and to be completely honest, as much as people want to call him trash, he's, I mean, he's coming off an injury, Um, he's proven to... Be still be a dominant receiver. Uh, I still I think Odell still got it. And one of the teams that I believe could use him right now, the New Orleans Saints. They are dealing with quarterback trauma. Jameis Winston just tore his ACL. Um, he's out for the season. Next on the list is Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon. So obviously they're going through quarterback struggles now. the The status of Michael Thomas is what's in check. Michael Thomas, obviously the NFL reception uh, record holder for a season, you know, receptions in a season. He's not playing right now, and there's no clue on when he's coming back. And who's the best next receiver on their list? Marquez Calloway? Saints need a receiver right now, and it would be good to if they want to make any sort of wild card playoff push, get Odell. But here's the thing. This is all hypotheticals now. It can't happen. Trade deadline's over, but Odell could have really tremendously helped out the Saints as a number one receiver. 
They're going through quarterback trauma. Michael Thomas is AWOL. I don't know what's going on there. Um, yeah, I think Beckham could have been a very reliable asset. You know, they got Alvin Kamara. They need another weapon. Odell would have been great on the Saints. Enough of that. Second on the list, the man I just actually talked about, DeErnest Johnson. Um, after watching DeErnest Johnson against the Broncos, I was very impressed. I I thought he, you know, this guy can be a number one running back on a team. Who just got injured? Derrick Henry. Dernish Johnson should have been traded to the Titans. Now, I don't know how valuable the the Browns see him as. I don't know. But you can't have three, you know, good running backs on the team without one of them getting jealous. I mean, you got Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Dernish Johnson. Dernish Johnson obviously can handle handle you know the load of the run game sorry there's like a fire alarm going off right now i'm about to go off on whoever's doing this bs okay it stopped anywho sorry about the delay uh yeah he carried the ball for 20 22 times 136 yards and a touchdown against the broncos keep in mind broncos you know not the best defense but still they had bradley chubb von miller at the time um, DeErnest Johnson obviously can be a number one running back on a team, and I think the Titans should have really shot for him there, and or the Ravens. The Ravens do not have a running back right now. Uh, Latavius Murray, uh, Le'Veon Bell, they don't have another run option really besides their quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Uh, DeErnest Johnson, too good of a talent right now just to be sitting on the third, third string spot on the Browns. I think it should have happened. I really do. Deshaun Watson, we talked about him in episode one of this amazing series. He um, He's dealing with uh, legal issues, as we know, and he, you know, was the topic of discussion for this trade line. Now, I do I understand it? No. Do I think it's a good, you know, a good thing for clicks? Yeah. Anybody's going to click on an article that says Deshaun Watson's getting traded. Is it true, though? No. Deshaun Watson will not be traded anytime soon, nor will he step on the field for another year and a half at least. Uh, he has over 40 lawsuits to settle, and he's claimed he's not going to settle a claim with and He's going to hold his name strong. So here's the thing. It's not one group of people pressing charges against him. It's at least 40 different women so, all of those court cases are going to be separate court cases. You know how long that's going to take? The only option, if he wants to play ever again, is to come to a settlement agreement. But, he's holding he's holding out, and he's going to stand his ground. Deshaun Watson will be on the NFL exempt list here soon, I'm sure of it. And, yeah, more, more to it, the whole Deshaun Watson trade hype. That was all for your clicks, and I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not happening anytime soon, Soon, and Watson's not playing football anytime soon. I apologize. I'm sorry to break your guys' hearts, whoever likes Deshaun Watson. I don't know, people in Houston. If people in Houston are watching this, I've kind of succeeded. Anywho. Uh, Allen Robinson, my my boy, AR, AR2, R2-D2. No, okay. Um... Yeah, he's a liability right now on my Bears. He um, he's not getting open. He's obviously a damn good catch. He 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 gets catches. Okay, 
the he's one of the best aggressive receivers in the NFL. That's one of the guys. Hey, if I'm throwing the ball up to somebody, he's in the top five for me. Uh, I think he should be. He should have been dealt to the Patriots or the Raiders. We'll talk. We'll, you want to know why the Raiders? Henry Ruggs. What just happened this morning? And I've oh, I got a whole. T- Later in the show, we'll get into it. Uh, the Patriots, though, they don't have any weapons, but hey, they're winning games right now. But who's their number one weapon? Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar. They need a solid number one guy. I mean, they're still winning games, but Mac Jones needs a go-to guy. And the Bears need picks in this upcoming draft. They traded away their first-round pick of this upcoming draft for the Giants' first-round pick uh, to get just Justin Fields, and they don't have a first-round pick right now. But I doubt they're going to get a first-round pick. They could have gotten a first-round pick for AR. But it didn't happen. Remember, these are all hypotheticals. This is what I would have done if I was in charge of the NFL simulation to make it interesting. I don't know. Uh, but last but not least, this is a surpriser. But, um, hey, if you're rebuilding why, right now, why why not deal him? Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb is a decent pass rusher for the Broncos alongside Von Miller. Uh, they, they played decently together. Uh, Bradley Chubb was drafted right after the Super Bowl victory. Um, it seems to be that Bradley Chubb has reached his peak though. And, and, to I would, if I were the Broncos, I would get right on that rebuild train and just start right now. And, or here's another option they have. Keep Bradley Chubb as part of a deal to the Green Bay Packers for Aaron Rodgers. Because Rodgers, if they don't win the Super Bowl, he's gone. So, but at the deadline, if they were to go completely rebuild mode, get some picks, Bradley Chubb should have been dealt to some team that needs a pass rusher. Kansas City, um, I could see Tennessee needing more defensive firepower. Teams like that. I'd, I'd say contender just to get some more picks because contenders have been dealing picks around left and right right now. Uh, yeah, I think Bradley Chubb should have been dealt with Von Miller. Not a part to the, not all of them to the Rams, but you know if they're going to, completely rebuild here why not just go off I don't I I don't know I don't know that's what that's that's my opinion I mean he could be a centerpiece for that defense but it seems to be he's reached his peak we'll see how he does though as the lone pass rusher without Von Miller next topic I want to get into the New England Patriots um so after Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers analysts and tweeters and People on Facebook around the world were, oh, it wasn't it wasn't Belichick the whole time. It was actually Brady, and that you know that kind of pissed me off because Bill's a nice guy. Okay, Bill Belichick, as much as he seems like the devil, the man cares about his job and his team a lot. Um, Brady's Super Bowl win was not a hundred percent Brady. Let's get that out of the way. Brady had the Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Antonio Brown, Gronk, Leonard Fournette, five stars alongside him for that Super Bowl. When he won his in New England, that was all that was Brady and Belichick, obviously. I mean, but the amount of weapons that he had in Tampa, hey, um, that was Brady because of the weapons he had. I'm not, Bill Belichick is still the most elite head coach, maybe in history, in his scheme is starting to make sense here. Now, here's here's the thing. Have we ever seen Bill Belichick go through a rebuild? No? Okay. Well, it's happening right now. It's we're watching it right happen right before our eyes. We saw the uh the the Cam Newton experiment last year. 
Um, it didn't work out. Cam Newton was absolutely awful, but they got Mac Jones. They have no weapons and are seemingly five like four and four right now. Decent. Uh, they their defense is solid against teams. I mean, they they held the Chargers to twenty four points, which is okay. Uh, they've dropped 54 points against the Jets. I know, the Jets, blah, 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 but they just beat the Bengals. I don't understand how that makes sense on the NFL totem pole because I thought the Bengals were a top team, but apparently Mike White had something to say about it. Uh, They're developing nicely. We'll see how this Bill Belichick rebuild happens. I think they're a team to watch out for in upcoming. I think they can secure a wild card spot. Uh, But really, I... Just wanted to get this straight that we have never seen Bill Belichick go through a rebuild, and him and Brady were obviously tremendous together, but you can't call all of Brady's Super Bowl wins, you know, it was all Brady. No, Belichick's scheme is still 100% best in the league. We just haven't seen him go through a rebuild yet, and that's, hey, we'll, we'll see if it succeeds. We'll see if it, I mean, it's too early to tell, but... They're developing nicely. They have a great rookie quarterback. Um, yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Patriots. I like what's going on with them. They just beat the Chargers. They just wallop the Jets. So they're a team to watch out for, in my opinion. That's it. Uh, yeah, and it's just interesting because Belichick's entire head coaching career with the Patriots has been alongside Brady. We've never seen him have a chance to rebuild. I think that's you know, a skill you have as a head coach. And yeah, we'll see if it works out in the end, if it goes from, you know, from the bottom up or down, you know, three straight, two and 15 seasons. We'll see how it goes. Next on the agenda, this just broke the earliest morning. Henry Ruggs, one of the best deep deep threat wide receivers in the NFL, was arrested on DUI charges, DUI with... um death i think that's i don't i'm not an attorney i don't know what he did but basically he drove drunk and killed somebody now what the hell is wrong with you that is first of all that's my question uh you are a millionaire you have an uber option you have team services i would think but here's my question this is where my question comes into play about as awful as you could be to i mean okay i'm not gonna judge but the nfl hat LeBron James, okay, I know I'm going everywhere with this, but LeBron James has called NFL owners slave owners in the past. What do you have to do as a team official to make sure that your guys are, first of all, safe? Henry Ruggs could definitely be dead right now. Um, Second of all, you know, to make sure you got to have a league of guys. I mean, it's still a company. You have to have guidelines for your guys. Um. Yeah, he's obviously his career is obviously over. Um, we that's where the question comes into play. As the NFL, what more can you do with that? Because it's it's obviously after hours, not playing a game. Um, but it's it's a reliable asset to a company. Henry Ruggs is a great deep threat receiver. You're gonna make sure your guys are okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know really what else to say about it besides his career is absolutely done for uh Raiders John Gruden just got fired Henry Ruggs just 
killed somebody on accident they i really feel for them and their fan base right now but hey they are number two in the afc i'm i wasn't laughing at the death obviously it was just a lot of adversity they come by i I laugh in hard situations that's the kind of person i am okay i don't need to be canceled just yet please don't um yeah the raiders are number two right now in the afc they have um five and two record i believe and they it's AFC's weak. Let's let's be honest here. But can how will they respond to this? Now the trade deadline's gone. Um the crash happened at three AM. News got out this morning. Um yeah, the I do I don't know. I you what are you doing? Call an Uber. Your career's over because you wouldn't call an Uber because uh, you're a millionaire. I do, I don't understand it. I'm I'm at a loss of words with it. I saw it this morning. My jaw dropped. I texted my dad. He was like, call him a dumbass, all that jazz. Yeah, we can we can bash on him all day, but at the end of the day, it's his mistake to deal with. So, I mean, his career's over. He's going to deal with it. On to the next one, I guess. Top five NFL power rankings. I'm over the top ten deal. That it changes too much. It doesn't give a. It doesn't give an edge into who's, um, you know. I don't think any of the teams in the lower half of the top ten are close to the teams on the top five. So number five, I got Buffalo. Too close with the Dolphins. Um, I think they were at number four on my list last week. They were too close with the Dolphins. I thought they'd come out firing after the bye week, but hey, uh, defense. Still did the job, I guess. They controlled the pace of the game, not but not enough offensive firepower from them. I didn't see it. It was the Dolphins. They should have scored forty. If you're the best team in the AFC, you gotta put on a clinic. Uh, Josh Allen though, still playing solid. Stephon Diggs, still elite play from that guy. Um, but the defense, you know, it, they controlled the pace of the game, but at the same time, it's the Dolphins. You gotta you gotta run through those guys. Uh, yeah, they, you gotta. You gotta hold your stance when you're in the top three. Um, so yeah, they're dropped down to number five, and then the next four teams on my list are all NFC teams. I'm sorry, the AFC is just insanely weak right now. But hey, it makes a competitive wild card game for the NFC. Let's just say that number four is Arizona. Yeah, tough loss to Green Bay, but they still have offensive firepower. JJ Lot, JJ Watt was a tough deal when they lost him. Um, I don't see them losing two or, two or more games left this year. They, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins was out for half of the half of the game almost. Packers obviously had Devontae Adams out, but Aaron we know Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback, and that's just what it came down to. I think Arizona was, and they're still a top contender in the NFC. And hey, who we'll see how they respond. I they went seven and zero. They're seven and one now. They finally had a test. At least it was close. Um, I know I'm giving lead way to them, but they're a one-loss team. And, yeah, I still think they have one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. So, they're at number four. Number three, Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers absolutely goaded for pulling that off. Randall Cobb was their best receiver. They still put up a winnable performance on the offensive side. Uh, Aaron Jones, great run game. Uh, The defense is coming along, especially in the secondary. Cornerback Eric Stokes held Hopkins down to the—he held him to two catches, basically. And then, you know, the play by Rasul Douglas, who was just on the practice squad last week. Um, yeah, 
great play from the Packers. Their secondary is coming along. Um, yeah, they're going to – they could run through the NFC, but they got two NFC teams ahead of them on my list. Number two, Dallas Cowboys. Beat a slightly above mediocre team in the Vikings with Cooper Rush. Ha! Huh, that's ridiculous. The The defense held Kirk Cousins well. They have the – I was I, before I was saying the Cardinals had the best receiving core in the league. I was wrong about that, okay? I'm not wrong, like, ever, but I was wrong about this. C.D. Lamb, Cooper, Michael Gallup, those guys are all, could be wide receiver number ones on most teams, but they got three of those guys, and it helped out Cooper Rush a lot. He threw for over 300 yards and two touchdowns. They have the most, and then on the other side, they have Ezekiel Elliott, most explosive offense in the league. Um, Yeah, Dallas, number two, who I, and then, yeah, they're they're absolutely insane. I love watching their offense. Their scheme is great. Their defense is coming along. They're a damn good team. Uh, they're due for a title with the Dak and Zeke experiment. Um, yeah, they're in my opinion they're due, but not before the number one Los Angeles Rams. Not only did they acquire Von Miller this this week or actually yesterday, but they wall up their opponent. Uh, their offense explosive, not as explosive as the Cowboys. I'll give them that, but. They have the most star-powered defense on paper in the league. Uh, Yeah, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and then they have a lot of other role players who are above average. On paper, they should win the Super Bowl. Um, Yeah, they've gone all out. All they have left in this year's upcoming draft is a fifth-round pick and a seventh-round pick. Uh, the, The staff has obviously gone all out to get Stafford. They've gone all out to get Von Miller. They are ready to win this year. And, hey, it's definitely able to happen. It's definitely able. It's possibility. I think it's more than 50% we'll see the Rams on the NFC side in the Super Bowl. But Rams-Cowboys right now, that's my NFC title game prediction. We'll see. I think those that's going to be an offensive showcase. I'm going to love it. So the other day I was, you know, I had uh, I got uh, I got off work. And um, I came home, got in my bathrobe, uh, grabbed a granola bar, put some lotion on my legs. Okay. Anyway, let's get to the point. Uh, I was thinking to myself, who, what NBA stars compare to the NFL stars? Um, obviously, Tom Brady is LeBron, goaded, uh, still dominant at his grandfather age. The the amount of championships they've been to, legacy, uh you know, top five on every person's list in, you know, in their sport. I think that's easy. But I got a few more here that I just came up with. Um, Aaron Rodgers is the Kevin Durant of the NFL. No, hear me out here. Aaron Rodgers, obviously the most talented guy to his position. Has he been surrounded with the best role players his whole career? No. Um, but everybody knows he's the most talented guy on the floor. Kevin Durant. A seven-footer who can shoot. Arguably the best scorer of all time. Um, Aaron Rodgers. I've came across people who have said Aaron Rodgers is the best kick quarterback of all time just because of his talent. Uh, Tom Brady. Some people say he's the best quarterback. Um, it all comes down to decision-making. And Rodgers is the best decision-making quarterback I've ever seen. Kevin Durant, best scorer of all time in the NBA. They're both in their own class with talent. That's where I see the comparison. Patrick Mahomes, I compare him to Stephen Curry. Now, I understand there's an age difference. It took it took Curry about six years to 
you know, establish himself as the best shooter ever. It took Mahomes one year as a backup and then a year to go off. That that's where they both have unbelievable gifts. Patrick Mahomes um, doing whatever he can to get a pass off. Stephen Curry's three point shot. Mahomes has changed the game of you know the league with his offensive firepower. Um, Curry has changed the game with his three point shot. Those two compare well to each other. Um, yeah, I you know they both have changed their way the way of the game completely. Patrick Mahomes, the off, you know, just the deep, however you can get a throw off. Stephen Curry, however you can get a three-point shot off. Um, I think those two compare well. Lamar Jackson compares to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Lamar Jackson has made defenses build around stopping him and to figuring him out. How the NBA teams have tried to stop Giannis. Leave him to the three-point line. They have a scheme to figure him out. And every season, they're like, oh, we're going to figure this guy out. Lamar Jackson, Every team, every team, before every season, Lamar's been figured out. People have said it. Critics have said it. Giannis, get him to shoot a three. We figured him out. The, the difference is Giannis has won a championship. Lamar Jackson hasn't yet, but I think he's due for one. But they both have changed how defenses, you know, scheme against them. Uh you know, they, they every year it's for Giannis and Lamar Jackson. This is the year that he's figured out. No, neither of them have been figured out yet, and I think they compare well to each other. So, da, Lamar Jackson to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Josh Allen to Luka Doncic. Hear me out. Uh, Josh Allen trying to get over the young guy. You know, you got the older lads like Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, Drew Brees before that, you know, running the quarterback race. Um, Josh Allen, not quite there at the elite level. I mean, he's a he's a great quarterback, but hey, nothing to show for it yet, ring wise. Uh, but hey, they're both very young in their career. Luka Doncic doesn't have the right pieces around him just yet, but regular season, he's one top three player, um, facilitating, doing it all, triple doubles. Josh Allen running, passing. Needs the pieces around him. They just got Diggs. I'm not going to compare Diggs to Chris Stapps Porzingis because that's insane. But, uh, you know, they just need the right pieces around them. Um, yeah, that's my NFL NBA star comparison. It was really fun to think about. Um, really fun to talk about it out loud, too. I might sound like a crazy person on shrooms. But, uh, yeah, it's just something fun to think about. Who's who's the LeBron of, of golf? Tiger Woods. I mean, you can do it with any sport. You can compare it. You can do it with WWE superstars. It's really fun to just, you know, get a grasp on and just think about it. Um, next on the list, got my highlight of the week brought to you by my boy, Justin Fields. Fake one way, Fields stumbling. Trying to cut it back. Justin Fields making magic happen. There goes Fields. Oh, man, did I jump up and down and pull my pants down when I saw that play. That was, it was amazing. I can't believe he got out of that sack. Uh, we lost the game, though. I did break a few TVs. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's my highlight of the week. Brought to you by nothing yet because I don't have any sponsors. Anyway, finale of the show. 
NBA tier team list. Now, it's early in the season. I don't like making judgments early in the season. You know, it's teams are three and four, and they could win the championship. Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I have an elite list of teams that I have an elite list, and then a good but not elite list. And these teams will all make up half of the NBA playoffs this year, guaranteed. All all eight of these teams that I'm about to list will be in the playoffs. I guarantee it. Um, I'm gonna be a hypocrite because there's a team I named that I went off on last week and yeah so please don't comment hypocrite and nerd in the chat please anywho who's calling me hello yeah I'm filming my oh could you hang the please okay yeah quiet sorry sorry about that anywho NBA tier team list I here's my elite teams in the NBA right now Okay, I got two Eastern Conference teams, and I got two Western Conference teams. Milwaukee Bucks on the Eastern Conference, and the Nets. Um, Western Conference, Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors. Why are they elite? Why are they elite, you might ask. Why are the Lakers not in here? Shut up. Um, they're elite because they have a scheme figured out, and they have defense. Uh, Warriors, not so much. Nets, they'll be there. They'll be they'll, um, their Their scheme right now is trying to build around James Harden not getting fouled. But hear me out, it'll work in the end. The Milwaukee Bucks, same thing as last year. Defensive powerhouse, wingspan, get to the rim, wear teams out. It's going to work again. They'll be in the finals. Phoenix Suns might be in the finals. It's going to be Warriors Suns in the West Finals. But great scheme, wears teams out in transition. Great floor general and Chris Paul. Devin Booker still doing his thing they have the same exact team from last year and only team in their way i believe are the warriors and the lakers um yeah yeah along with the warriors they're about to get clay back they have andrew wiggins they have james wiseman they have a lot better role players than when they won last won a championship uh with you know without kevin durant but the 2016 warriors i didn't see a ton more assets than they i didn't see more assets actually at all I think they have more assets, and I think they're going to make the West Finals because of it. The Nets, KD, James Harden. You know, the the East the East is a tough one because um, I think the hierarchy of teams, like the Bucks and the Nets, are at a level just above, you know, the Heat and the Bulls. Like, teams of those likings are just at another level. We'll see those teams in the, in the conference finals. Um, that's why they're on my elite list, clearly because, you know, they'll be in the finals of their conference, and, yeah, stupid statement, but I don't see, um, teams competing with them, but these teams, these four teams, right now, I see if they develop right through the season, they could make a run at the, or the Western Conference or Eastern Conference. I have the Bulls. Now, I see them as a poor man's Nets team. They have the star power. Lonzo, Levine, Vucevic, DeMar DeRozan, a lot younger than the Nets. Now, will it pay off right now? I believe right now, no. They look great, but it's Durant and James Harden and maybe Kyrie. Guys, leagues above the Bulls. But do they have a bunch of good players and a decent bench? Yeah. Do they have defense? Nah, could be better. But they have a top three offensive scheme in the East and... I think if they develop right, they can make a run. 
if they are take if they get get their scheme right like the Suns did last year and make a run, they could do it. Um, another good team. I'm not gonna say it because I'm gonna get oh, just obliterated in the comments if more than five people watch this episode. Anyway, the Lakers. Yes, I know I went off on them last week and I said they're not gonna make the playoffs. I was exaggerating because I just thought it was pathetic how you know their all their egos got you know jumbled together and you know when when teams don't play like a team it makes me upset and that's what they I mean they caught two wins they're fourth in the west right now Russell Westbrook seems to be finding his way here's the thing I like Westbrook a lot I think he's a great player and he's a dog and you know he may love getting stats but who it's who doesn't want to get stats that's how you win games if you win the stat battle you win a game I like I mean other pe- a lot of people don't like Westbrook, but I don't think he's the main issue. I think it's a lot of ball just having two ball three four ball dominant guys on the court at once doesn't always work out, but when you have the stardom as the Lakers do, they'll catch heat and they might make the West Finals. A lot of people are locking them in as the West contenders. I'm not, but I take back my statement of them not being in the playoffs because they will be. Anyway, next one on the West, the Jazz. Now, they have been building this squad to be elite for like the last five years. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, those are the two centerpieces. They have a great scheme, they have great shooters, they have a great bench, but they don't have the uh, ultimate star power. Donovan Mitchell is not a guy right now who can lead a team, in. I mean, into a deep playoff run at least. Uh, Rudy Gobert, defensive powerhouse, but can't score. Uh, but hey, if Donovan Mitchell becomes... You know, not to disrespect, but, you know, maybe the next version of Kobe, which is very unlikely. But you never know. He could develop completely more, more than he did over, I mean, his sophomore season. You never know. He could. Uh, But they have a great scheme. They'll beat a lot of teams in the West. And they have shooters. They'll outscore a lot of teams defensively. Go Bears there. Hey, who's to say? Who's to say with the the Jazz development? Um, they've always been right there, but never over the hump. Um, and la- last team, uh, Miami Heat. They are 5-1 and one right now. Picked up P.J. Tucker over the offseason. Made the finals two years ago. They might be back into that mix. Um, but they need to get past either the Bucks or the Nets. Now, those teams, like I said, leagues above them right now. Um, the Heat, when they made the finals, kind of a weak conference. But they... Hey, they ran through the Bucks that year, and you never know. They could do it again. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Butler playing great. Uh, Tyler Hero is playing absolutely insane. He's most likely most improved player at the moment. They have great scorers. They've got length on defense. Um, who's to say if they start clicking come playoff time? Anyway, yeah, those are the good teams, the, those four, and then the ones above them are the elite teams who I believe – We'll be fighting for the NBA Finals. I right now my prediction still stands: Bucks, Warriors. I think that's what it'll be, and Finals victory. I, I, I I'm not ready to say it yet. Okay, I want to say Bucks in six again, just because of the whole meme, and at the same time, I think their defense will just obliterate them. But then you never know. Right now, it's too early to say. Anyway. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for watching. Um, I hope you got a kick out of it. I hope you got a kick of looking at me. Um, Yeah, 
this was a fun one to do. I think it was like way longer than last time. This might be my longest episode. This might be my best episode. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm getting pretty good at this. Anywho, thank you so much for watching. Uh, I'll be here next week. You know where to find me every Wednesday. Drake's Corner on YouTube, Spotify, TikTok, wherever you want. In that case, see you guys next time. Have a good one.